I don't know where you are in life right now or where it is you want to go. But if you are a curious soul like me, I know this about you. You are searching for greatness in life. You desire financial freedom. And you ask yourself daily how you can master success in business without wasting years of your life. On this show, we are going to interview all the leading experts and influencers in the fields of marketing, mindset, and sales to expose all the tips and tricks you need to accelerate your business and amplify your success. My name is Reem Kharbat, and this is the Entrepreneur Accelerator. Hey there, Reem is here. You know, as entrepreneurs and small business owners, we're all navigating our way through COVID-19 pandemic. And, you know, we're making decisions that we don't know how it will turn out. We're taking risks and showing up in ways we have never done before. And with, with that, some questions, you know, continue to pop up about selling. How should I sell uh, during this crisis? Should I discount or give my services away for free? So in today's episode, we're going to tackle these questions because my guest, Jazz Takar, has been in the sales and service industry for over 25 years. And soon after deciding to try his hand in the real estate, he co-founded the REC. And in the course of 15 years, he has successfully propelled his team to the first place position in Canada under Royal LePage. He's a fellow podcaster of the REC Experience, the author of Real Estate Intelligence, and a motivator with a hope to provide inspiring content to aid others in removing the friction for their own life in order to help them get from where they are to where they want to be. Welcome, Jazz. I'm so happy to have you here. How are you doing today? I'm amazing, Reem. Thank you so much for having me on um, and and going through and saying such kind words. It's almost it's almost like I wrote you a check to say those things about me. So I really really appreciate it. I never get used to hearing about all the all the stuff that I've done in my life. It's 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 gone quite quickly um, because you know I think I, I think it's very important when you're living in your passion. Time starts to go by really quickly. Like even during this. COVID time, I think it was like we're here in Canada, specifically Toronto, yeah. where I'm based out of, we've been in lockdown now for about six weeks or so. The first two days, it felt like two years. The last, yeah. you know, five, <laughs> five and a half weeks have gone by like it's been two days. Um, um, because, because I, you know, and we'll talk about it a little bit more, but I, I, I've been able to make sure my team is, is staying motivated. They're yeah. staying inspired. Um, but uh, thank you so much for having me on and congratulations. First and foremost, actually, congratulations on all your success with this podcast. Thank um, you. I know you, you're one of the top <laughs> podcasters um, in, in the entrepreneurial uh, uh, segment. And, and just a huge, huge congrats and kudos. Keep doing what you're doing. We need more people like yourself spreading optimism and, and putting out positive vibes in the world. So, you know, I'm not sure if you hear it a lot or you probably do, but I wanted to say thank you for what you do. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You know, seriously. Um, 
I'm really happy, first of all, to get to know you, especially that these days, you know, we're, you said you've been like six months, uh, six weeks in the six lockdown. Weeks. I've been, I've been in the lockdown for two months and I'm about to go crazy, but, you know, getting to, getting the chance to speak to people like you. And as you said, also getting to, getting the chance to be motivated by people like you. It's just amazing. Thank you so much. And um, I'm super happy, seriously, to have you here. You're in Canada. I'm in Saudi Arabia. And we're connected in here. We're trying to do our best to serve our customers, to serve our employees and our listeners at the same time. And, 100%. And, and, and yeah. mean, like, to that point, not to cut you off, but like you're, it really starts with the mindset, right? At some point, I don't know when it happened for you during the last two months, you decided, and maybe subconsciously or consciously, you decided that you're going to take this time and expand not necessarily expand from a monetary perspective, like you're going to make more money, um, but maybe it was just about, I'm going to expand my network and connect with a good looking guy from Canada. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was, or maybe not, or maybe yeah. it was, you, you, you know what? I'm going to, uh, um, all joking aside, but I'm going to, I'm going to expand um, my, my ability, my ability to, to, to get out to more listeners and you're going to expand the mind, the, that, that area between the ears and where some people, some people are watching or listening to this and they're very fearful and very concerned with good, like for good measure, they should be. And they, and, and, and who are you and I to say that they shouldn't be. But however, I do hope somebody who's watching or listening understands that it's really up to you. You're right. Either way, if you think that you can expand and, and, and possibly take advantage of certain opportunities right now in a positive way, then you can. But if, you, if, if you're thinking that um, you're very fearful and, and everything's going to go wrong, so now you're thinking about contracting not expanding, you're right either way. You know, someone like myself and Reem, we want to get out with to as many people as possible. Yeah. I like to look at it as a blessing in disguise. If COVID didn't happen, I probably wouldn't have as much time. I have two little kids, a six-year-old and a four-year-old. I wouldn't get as much time with them. I wouldn't get as much time with my wife. I wouldn't get to meet you because chances are the universe wouldn't have connected us right now. You know, like an email went Absolutely. out and we just got connected at the right time. Absolutely. I love this. Seriously, you've said everything, everything that um, I have in mind, actually, especially that during this period, some people would like just spend it, you know, being uh, panicked. And I always said that, you know, panic, it's, it's the industry of fear that tyrants used to use before to control the mass. It makes you paralyzed. You don't know how to think. And when fear controls your brain, you don't know you cannot take the proper action. And this is exactly, you know, what you're saying for me also is, is being grateful and having the opportunity, the mind, the opportunity mindset is what's going to help you uh, pull off to six weeks of, of lockdown or even two months or even more. So um, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't love what you said. said. I couldn't have said it any better than you did because in actuality, you said the two words that, that were really going through my mind as you were speaking about fearfulness. Um, the brain can't handle you being fearful and grateful at the same time. It's impossible. You, one feeling is going to overpower the other. So some people say, well, I'm fearful. How do I get over it? Be grateful. Yeah, Sit exactly. back. What, what, what are you happy about right now? 
or what, what are you grateful about right now? And I hear it all the time. Well, nothing. Okay. I understand. Well, Reem, if you had something to be grateful for, what could that be? What would that look like? Like, are you grateful for the fact that, you know, if you can, if you don't have family, if you don't have friends, if you don't have a job, I mean, those are all real things. Are you grateful for the fact that you're breathing? Like if we have to take it to that extent, we need to start somewhere and feel those feelings of being grateful because what happens is the right people start coming into your life and the right opportunities start coming into your life when you're grateful, when you're putting out those vibrations because positive attracts positive. We know this. We learned this when we were kids in school, magnetics, yeah. right? The positive yeah. attracts, like attracts yeah. like. It's just the same type of, it's the same thing when you're sending out those vibrations. The unfortunate part is, is that if you're sending out negative vibrations, the universe doesn't know what to give back. It doesn't know, can't, it can't differentiate between a positive vibration and a negative vibration. It gives yeah. you back what you're putting out. So be very, very conscious of the thoughts that you're having in your mind because those thoughts become actions. I love it. I love it. I love you. I have this, like, I have goosebumps, seriously, listening to you. And uh, um, we spoke about all this, but before, I would love my listeners to know more about you. Who is Jazz Takara? Like, what do you do? Um, I'm a a local Toronto entrepreneur um, and real estate broker. Um, um, for, for, for anybody who's listening, obviously, outside of my country of Canada, um, Toronto and, and we, we, we have a, a location called Greater Toronto Area. It's mm-hmm. like a 75-kilometer radius, 50-mile 50, 50 radius um, that I have a, a team of, of real estate agents, 25 of them to be exact, with a business partner. Him and I have been together uh, for coming up to about 15 years. And each of my realtors covers a certain area with helping people uh, uh, buying a home, buying a condo, selling a home, or what I, what I primarily focus my personal business on is I work with investors. And so mm-hmm. um, we've helped last year in 2019, and thank you for mentioning it earlier, Reem, we helped a little over 700 buyers, sellers, and investors, which placed us number one in the country of Canada for the organization, uh, our, the country's largest organization, Royal LePage, which consists of 18,000 realtors, real estate agents. And so very, very proud. I mean, the team works very, very hard on a daily basis. There's 25 real estate agents. And then I, I manage and really, um, it's kind of my core, my core team of 10 support staff. And so I produce a lot of content. I produce about 25, uh, well, I'm going to say about 20 to 25 pieces of content a day on all wow. the platforms. Um, I've had a podcast for a couple of years. Thank you for mentioning that. We are a fellow, we are fellow podcasters. BFFs. Um, BFFs. Yes, exactly. I love that now. That's for sure. I mean, we're kindred souls and I, we could just tell the energy that, that, that comes off of this video. I hope the viewers and listeners feel it. I've been, I've had a podcast for a little over two years um, uh, coming up uh, just I think I think about 101 or 102 episodes I talk to real Mm. estate people entrepreneurs and 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 people in leadership and it's been the best thing I ever did I mean as you know I mean you do this as a passion you do this um, to put the vote to to bring people uh, on as guests and hopefully 
one of your viewers or listeners learned something. We don't get paid for this. Anyways, I don't. No. Anyways, <laughs> it's complete passion. Complete. Com- In fact, anybody around me that's known me for a while, they think I'm one of the craziest people around because they're like, why do you put so much time into it? Because I mm. love it. And I would, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I used to say I would do it for free. And then it's like, well, I have been doing it for free. And mm-hmm. what's happened while I've been doing that for the last two years, I've met some of the coolest people. My business has skyrocketed because I just met more people. Yes. You know, look, look at this. I'm speaking to Reem and she's in Saudi Arabia and I'm in Toronto. Like yes. where my life has taken me <laughs> is incredible. I'm very blessed, very grateful. Um, but yeah, I, I just quickly kind of coming back full circle to your question. I was, I don't have a formal education. Um, I just squeaked by high school. I loved wow. school. I loved school but I could not stand class. Like I couldn't sit in class. Mm. You know, as you see me now, I'm, I'm very animated. Yeah. I like to move around. Um, this is probably the longest anybody will see me sit down as doing a podcast. I like to move around a lot. And so in school that didn't go well with the teachers, right? They need you mm. to be very for like in, in a formation and, and I understandably so. And I think there's, I think, we need doctors, we need lawyers, we need engineers, we need people to go to school. That's very important. Anybody who's watching or listening, it just wasn't for me. And I didn't learn that way. And so once I got out of high school, um, I knew I needed to, I needed personal education. And what I mean by that is, is that I learned through books, audio books, seminars. Mm. I learned through mentors. That's, that's mm. how I learned. And I was the kid, you know, before high school, 12 years old, had a paper route. I learned that if I got more paper routes and gave them to other kids, they could do the papers. They can deliver the papers for me, but then I'll take a little cut out of it because I was the one who was brokering the deal. So yeah. at the age of 12, it started clicking in for me. Then I went, um, uh, I started selling shoes in a shoe department for three wow. years. Then I went to the bank and I was working with mortgages and loans and lines of credits for three years. Then I started selling luxury cars for three years. And then it's been 15 years that I've been doing real estate. So sales and service was always something I was going to do. It really, truly, truly is one of my purposes in, in, in this world. It's supposed, like, I, I'm not really that good at selling, believe it or not. And this is kind mm. of my macro thought. What I have figured out over the 25 years, Reem, is that I make it easy for people to buy. So I don't get in the way. I'm not a pushy salesperson. If you ask my thousands of clients, anybody who bought a paper from me, to shoes, to a mortgage or a loan, to a car, to a house, I think they'll they'll all say the same thing. He never pushed us. He Mm. never pushed us. But he was really good in making it easy for us to buy. Yeah. And I agree, you know, Jazz, because I think that selling is one of the hardest, I don't want to say jobs, but let's say tasks that entrepreneur, they, every entrepreneur hate this, um, this task, which is selling. There are many people who are very smart. They have great offers, but they don't even sell because they don't want to seem like they're pushing someone exactly what you're saying. And I don't know, is this a skill or is it something that can be teachable? Like, how did you- I think it's a mixture of both. Yeah, that's a great yeah. question. Great question, Reem. I think it's a mixture of both. Um, is it built in? Well, look, l- let me start with this. I think selling is built in everybody since the day we're born. Because if you look at a kid, I got a four-year and a six-year-old, four-year and a six-year-old. My four-year-old is probably one of the best salespeople I've ever come around. 
because he won't take yeah. no for an answer. He will not take no. My six-year-old was the same. My nieces are the same. Like we all did it. You did it with your parents. You know, they said no. You said yes. And you tried to get what yeah. you wanted. You might have cried and screamed like my boys do sometimes and like <laughs> I did. You always push the arm. So I think it's sales is built in in all of us, in all of us, because as a kid, we had to sell what we wanted to get. True. Now, so true. that might make you good or might, that's kind of at the basic level. To, my, to, my, to, to, to fully answer your question when, as I said, that it's both, it could be learned because, you know, as, a, as, as probably as somebody, when I started out at 12, 13, I tried to sell a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you should buy this paper and this paper is the best and I'm going to drop it off at 6 a.m. in the morning and you're going to get like, but when I learned after was, was I built more rapport with people, meaning that, when I was walking into somebody's house, like knocking, about to knock on their door, I never really talked about the paper. I tried to talk about the car that they had in their driveway. I tried to talk about the, the roses or the flowers they had in the front of the house or the color of their door. I, I tried to talk about something else. I still do it till this day. I talk about anything and everything except about the product or the service that I was trying yeah. to provide. Why? Because Reem, like you and I now, you and I are starting to get connected on a different level, okay? Whatever you have as a product or service or whatever I have as a product or service, chances are, because I like you and I trust you, I'm starting to trust you, I'm going to be like, yeah, Reem, whatever. Yeah, sure. It sounds like you know what you're talking about. It doesn't look like you're going to hurt me. You sound like, you know what I mean? Like you're not going to rip me off. I'll do business with you. And so I think, I think it comes down to, I think it comes down to both where, where, where it's built in us, it's in our DNA, but you can learn certain skills. For example, not talking a lot when you're selling, ask more questions. Yeah, we we got true. two ears and one mouth for a reason. Try to listen more than you speak, right? A lot of salespeople just talk about the product. Like look at like in real estate, they still do this. Like <laughs> Reem, let me show you the kitchen. And look at the <laughs> granite countertops and the cat. Well, what is Reem an idiot? She knows what a kitchen yeah. looks like. You don't need to tell her. How about you ask her? How about you tell her if she has any questions? You know, mm-hmm. you're, 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 you're there to answer them. So even now when I show a house or show a condo, I tell, if it was you and I, Reem, I would say, Reem, look, I'm going to open the door here. You go walk around. I'm going to sit on the couch. I'm there to answer any questions because the truth of the matter is you and your husband are going to live here, not me. I might come over for a party here and there, but that's it. You need to know if this is something that, that, that you want. And if you don't want it, you're not hurting my feelings. Let's get out of here and let's go see mm-hmm. the other ones that are available. Let's not waste time. What I know that does to people because they might start off like this, like Reem's thinking yeah. she's going to st- talking to a salesperson, but then she opens up over time. But that takes yeah. a little bit of time. Yeah. So it's like you're, you are selling them how they feel when, when they live there, for example. Not, um, you're not selling them uh, the condo itself. Like you're selling them yeah. how, how they will feel when they live there. Or like, um, a, yeah, yeah. So I'll take them around and I'll say, look, so, so, so when, if they walk into the master bedroom, so it's a, say it's a three-bedroom house. When they go to the master bedroom, I go to the other bedroom to open. I turn on all the lights. I just mm. want you, Reem, you and your husband to become, is this something that you even yeah. like? Like, do you, what do you feel? You'll yeah. know, I tell, I, you know, 15 years of real estate, I, I don't think I've been wrong. I tell all my buyers, investing in real estate is different. That's a totally different 
thought process. It's because there's no emotions. It's all about the numbers, which is great. But when somebody's going to live in a home, I don't think I've ever been wrong. I've told them, I go, in the first three minutes, you're going to know. You're going to know. You're going to know if this is the house yeah. that you want to live in in the next five, 10 years. Or you're going to walk in and say, oh, I hate this. Let's get out of here. And in the first three minutes, you're going to know. Awesome. Jazz, since you already have this mindset and the, the, the experience in sales for um, almost all your, all your life, um, people, especially entrepreneurs now during these days, you know, with the pandemic and, and the losing customers, the losing revenue, yep. and they're afraid already, those people who are already afraid of selling, and when they feel, they feel like um, maybe we should not be selling during this time. You know, uh, we don't want to sound greedy. We don't want people they need uh, uh, more. Although I'm in favor of showing empathy and support with people now over the grand scheme of selling. But at the same time, we as, entrepreneur, as entrepreneurs or business owners, we also have employees to pay for their jobs, to keep them. Uh, you know, to keep them uh, yeah. on their jobs. I, we have families to feed, so, but at the same time, how can you tell other people to, is it okay to sell these days? Look, I think, I think, I think every product or service that you have is, it, it, it depends on what product and service that you have, right? And so, for example, real estate, um, some people need to sell their real estate. And so my, that's a service that I provide um, because they already bought a house pre-COVID. And then there's people who, yeah. who need to buy a house because they sold the house pre-COVID. So that's another service I provide. I, I, as I mentioned that I work with a lot of investors, um, the times like this, like what happens is you, you, you get some compelling opportunities. Like they start to present themselves as an investor. So that's also another service I provide. But for everyone else that's watching or listening saying, yeah, like I'm scared to sell. I think the first thing you do is serve. And what I mean mm -hmm. by that is, is that serve people because whatever business you're in, you generally speaking, you need, you need people, you need people's attention. And, 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 and when you, when you start to think about serving people, seeing how you can help, you're going to build out, you need to have patience, but you're going to build out your network that exactly. much more. So it starts with, in my opinion, you mentioned some words like empathy. Yes, a hundred thousand percent. It's, there's not a better word that I can use. But tactically speaking, I think, you know, what we did, I said six weeks we've been in lockdown. For the first full week, I called all my clients that did transactions yeah. with me in the last five years. And I called and said, Reem, I'm just calling you. Do you need anything? Do you need me to pick up groceries for you? Do you, does your neighbor need us to pick up groceries? Cause maybe you have an elderly neighbor and they, and they're scared to leave. I did that for the first week. Then I started reaching out again, asking if they needed anything. 98%, 99% of people said, no, we're fine. They were asking about me. How are you doing? How's your team doing? But then I said, look, if you have capital, like if you have cash, and you were uh, um, that 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 you don't need because you still have a job, and you're comfortable. You might want to look at some investment opportunities because what I've learned in 15 years, twice we've been through it. Really, once in 2009, significantly, where the market dipped, and that and at that time, 
when people came out of that dip in the market, whoever, whoever bought made a lot of money. So I know that as an investor, if you look at certain opportunities like today, right now, at the time of this recording, we're in you know, April 21st, I believe it is. Yeah. Like right now, there's some very compelling buying opportunities in our country anyways. And you would only look at that if you have your job and you have extra cash that you can spend. If you've lost your job or you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business person speaking to somebody who's lost their job, you don't sell to them because they mm -hmm. like, what are they going to buy? You're don't, don't hurt anybody. You know, mm -hmm. I like you just, I have, I have no patience for anybody who's out to take advantage of people. The job that us business people have right now is to sort, not convince. So what yeah. I mean by that is, is you want to sort for people that might be able to purchase or use your service. Don't convince people. In fact, it doesn't matter what market you're in. If you want the secret sauce, it's always sorting because you need to go through a lot of the no's to get the yes. You know, yeah. I've heard more no's in my life than anything, but it's the few yeses that I've heard that have changed my life. And so I want, to be, I want people to really understand that if you're in sales, you're in service, you're an entrepreneur, now is the time to just sort. So I normally needed to meet with 10 people. And they would, they would either buy or sell or invest with me pre-COVID. Within COVID, my numbers are 22 people. So every 22 people that I have like a virtual conversation with, they'll buy, sell, or invest. So I have to, dub, I have to double the amount of people. So it's just more work. You just got to work a little bit harder. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, you know, Jazz, um, I'm about to uh, uh, launch my book, which is uh, called uh, Pull Your Shift Together. And uh, in there, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. And it's exactly, um, um, like, seriously, you said one of the points that I mentioned and, and which is if you want to help yourself and shift to your business during such challenging times or a crisis like this, and crisis comes in different forms, by the way, it's not just, uh, it's not just COVID-19. It might be, you know, a recession you might be just kicked like me i was kicked out of my job when i was like at the top of my game so crisis comes in different forms but if you want to pull your pull your shit together shit together and, i love it and make a make a shift in your life and in your business uh, especially in business you need as you said exactly you need to go back and connect with your existing clients and network with more people you need to build your network more because at, at the end we're human beings we love to feel taking like the, like we're taking care of when you go and check on all your existing clients and talk to them and uh, as you exactly said just tell them if you need anything show them that you care about them even if you do not have immediate sales or results Trust me, you're going to get more sales in the near future when things are just going back to normal. So just do I, it anyways. I love it. I love how you, you, you ended that, Reem, because at the end of the day, specifically with COVID, no one knows. Is this a week away that we're going to get yeah. out of lockdown a month or maybe it, can it really be longer than a year? I highly doubt it. I, I'm going to bank that it's not going to be longer than a year because I think there'll be a vaccine by then and we'll all be yeah. fine. If you can weather this storm, just have patience. Just have, like, have patience for the results, 
but in your daily implementation of tasks, do that with speed because yeah. the universe loves speed and the opportunities are going to come a lot quicker if you do the daily tasks with speed. So what do I mean? Like there's people who want to produce uh, um, content, for example, like on Facebook, or Instagram, or video, YouTube. But before they produce something, and I understand, I really do, but before they shoot a video, they, they got to make sure the hair is good, the makeup's good, uh, uh, the t-shirt's good. What the, right? Okay. So let me, let me help you with this, for example. Please. Okay. Got it. Got it. Just get over it. Put your shit, pull your shit together. Pull your it, shit but, together. But I'll again, listen, listen, seriously. Yeah. No, aside, guys, sorry. Yeah. I, um, I, I have to talk about this because it's Good. not, this paralysis, it's not just in me. I see it in a lot of people around me 100%. as well, so, which is uh, looking, trying to, if you're a perfectionist, although I, I'm not, I try, but sometimes that's why maybe I prefer podcasting because I right. don't have to like look at my best or like. That's what them. I love. <laughs> That's what I love. So that's what I was going to say. So I have a book coming out and it's similar. It's called Removing Friction and it's called Get, Get the Bleep Out of Your Own Way. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's about what we're talking about cool. now. Okay. So get out of your own way. So what I love what you said there is that that's why you prefer podcasting. So now you're getting out of your own way. So some people are like, okay, I, I, I need to shoot video. I need to shoot video. No, you don't. That's not the only way people consume information in fact we watch things we listen to things true read so those are the three ways that we that we consume content so if you're comfortable if you're not a natural at video or it's going to take you a while to get everything set up yeah. and do all that what i would say is do a podcast and you don't need to do a zoom video you could just do literally you can record into a headset and you can go out to the world and guess what? It's free. It doesn't cost you anything, which is amazing. Yeah. But yeah. let's just say you, somebody would say, well, then I don't want anybody, like I'm not comfortable with my voice. Great. The third, the third way that we consume content is through the written word. There's a great website. It's called medium.com. There's 150 million users on medium.com. It's kind of like the go-to place for blogs, the way mm -hmm. that video is, uh, YouTube is for videos. So that's another way. Nobody's going to see you. Nobody's going to hear you. Okay. And so now putting yourself out there, you can do it from any, you can do it from different mediums. What I would want people to understand is do what comes natural. Don't be so hard pressed that you have to do video because, because then you'll get stuck and you, it's not you Reem because you did, you did an amazing job that you transitioned and you pivoted and said, okay, I'm not going to do video. I'm going to do audio and I'm going to do a podcast. And you started yeah. producing content. The reason you want to produce content is, and the reason you need to, for any entrepreneur I'm speaking to here, like unless, 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 unless you're not wanting to do this anymore because you're going to be retired in the next five years. And I'm not talking about retired because you're going to make so much money. I'm talking because you're really, really old and you're not going to yeah. stop doing business anymore. Yeah. And don't worry about producing content. But if you're in this business and you're going to be staying in this business, you need to produce content digitally because that's where everyone is. That's where yeah. everyone is. Everyone's on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, medium.com. There's 10 or 11 places. You have to be there. Otherwise, you're just going to get lost and, and you're going to get left behind. Now, when you, once you understand that, 
then you need to figure out and find out where you're going to be. What are you most natural at? What's going to come easy for you? Because for me, video didn't come easy at the start. I'd like you, Reem, I started a podcast first. And then I had some video. And then after, I, I personally just fell in love with it. Now I have three cameras around me at all times. Mm. Like COVID doesn't allow for it, but usually <laughs> I have three, four cameras on at all times um, because I know the importance of producing content in all different uh, all different mediums, but I want people to just start at one place. Yeah. You know, and then the next, I always hear like, well, what am I going to talk about? Talk about anything. Reem and I are talking to entrepreneurs and, and I'm talking about real estate. But if you're, if you like root beer, like my favorite pop, I don't like Coke or ginger ale. Like I drink them once in a while, but if I ever want something like, and I'm thirsty for a pop, it's root beer that I really want. And so talk about root beer. You like football? Talk about football. You like, it mm. doesn't matter what business you're in. Because what I've come to learn, guys, is that, guys and gals that are listening, I want you to understand that what I've come to learn is that when people, when you talk about whatever you're passionate about, it comes easy for you. You don't need a script. You don't need anything. You're just going to speak. Even if you're talking about root beer, but you sell insurance, you know what's going to happen? Whoever watches you is going to be like, this guy can't, this girl or this guy can't just be talking about root beer his whole life or her whole life. What else do they do? They do what I call a digital deep dive. They start to Google you. They look at your mm. other social profile and they're like, ah, oh, you're in, you're in insurance. You know, I like how you talk about root beer. We're connected. Let's do business. That's, That's what true. really, really happens. You attract, you attract your tribe. But when, and this attract is exactly why, tribe. like when you have your voice out, and simply people who will resonate with you, with your values, with what you stand for, they will definitely come for you. You don't have even to look for customers or to look for people to, to you don't have to follow them. They will come to you and they will follow you or even buy from you or whatever you do. Like, you know, it's, uh, it's and then awesome. And they introduce love- you people like that too. They introduce you to people like that as well. Because generally we all hang out with the same people. Sorry. Exactly. I love that we're talking about that. Like it's not just purely uh, uh, sales because I said sometimes the the concept of just selling is a little bit um, stressful for, for, uh, for entrepreneur. And as I said, in this period in specific, it's, it's, it's stressful. People just sometimes they blame themselves. They feel guilty if they want to sell. But at the same time, um, as we said, you can help. You can just, you don't have to sell. Just show up, uh, uh, produce content educate. and educate. educate. Exactly. Meet you said, and meet people. Yes. You said you produce 25 pieces of content every day. This is what 20 you said. 20 to 25 pieces of content How? a day. Yeah. So well, everything is content to me and everything is a reproduction of content. So what do I mean by that? So any Zoom call that I'm on, so after you and I are done this and whenever you feel like you're okay to give me the recording, let's just say you are. If you're not, that's okay as well. But let's just say you said, Jazz, here's the recording, here's the video. I'm going to have, I'm going to take out seven or eight different pieces of content from the video of this. I'm going to also take, and then I'm going to put that on audio. And then I'm going to have a couple of images of me with quotes that I said. So I said, I don't know, um, removing friction, get that, 
get the F out of your, your own way. That would be a picture of me with a quote. I'll do three, four of those. And then I'll write a blog on this whole conversation. But then out of the blog, I'll take two, three different paragraphs and just put that on Instagram and put that, I apologize, put that on LinkedIn and put that on Facebook, just the writing. Um, so I got how many, just from this con, just this conversation. And I think we've been going for, I don't even know how long it feels like five minutes. It's gone by so quickly with you, but, I um, I will get at least 15 pieces of content just out of this conversation. And so awesome. what I do is, is I take, I take content and then reproduce it as much as I possibly can, yeah. because I just want to have, I more is more when it's in content. You know, there's a saying that in certain things, less is more like, when real estate, when we're staging homes, we say, okay, less is more, put less out there. So then it shows the home is bigger in content. More is more. You can't do enough in me doing 20 to 25 a day. I want to get to a hundred. And that's my goal because I just believe the more that I put out there, the more feedback I get from the marketplace to tell me what was good, what wasn't good, then I can make that change the next time I do it. But then I can also meet more people, right? And so mm. um, it's why I'm sitting with you because I wouldn't have been able to tell you, like if I didn't produce as much content as I produced, you and I, you might not want me on as a guest because you didn't really know what I was up to, right? Yeah. And so yeah. um, one thing leads to another. And that's what I wanted to say to somebody who's sitting right now and wondering what they can do. It's time for you to possibly strategize. How can you meet people? I know we can't physically meet people right now, but there's ways we can digitally meet people. What business are you in? So if you're in insurance, and I'm not trying to pick on the insurance industry <laughs> today, but I just, the first name that came to my head. Um, if you're in insurance, maybe get on a mortgage broker. Why don't you send an email to your clients and say, tonight at 7 p.m., um, grab yourself a coffee, a tea, or a glass of wine, and I'm going to do a... I'm going to have my friend Reem, the mortgage broker on, the mortgage advisor on. She's going to talk about the importance of uh, 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 what you should do with your interest rate. And then tomorrow at 7 p.m., the same time, grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab, grab a glass of water and a glass of wine. I'm going to have Jazz, the real estate agent, on. He's going to tell you why you shouldn't sell your house right now during COVID. Then the next day, I'm going to... And it just goes on and on and yeah. on and on. And send that email out to people, all your clients. Give them a place to come to. And then you ask them to invite their friends and family. Because they're scared. They're wondering what to do. What, like, what should I do with my insurance? What should I do with my mortgage? Even though if you're in the insurance business, educate them about something totally different. Totally different because then they're going to tell their friends, oh my God, you should see what my, my insurance advisor Reem does for me. She introduces me to so many people. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. The I ideas are that. endless. The ideas are yes, endless. Yes. Seriously. I think with you, we have, we have to have more than one episode. That's why you have a show. Guys, <laughs> you seriously have to, you, you seriously have to check his podcast. I mean, if you are like that every time, then I'm sure that like you're on fire. You put people Thank on you. fire. You put me on fire. I don't know what, like it's almost now 9 p.m. in here and I feel like I just had a Red Bull and uh, <laughs> That's awesome. I'm ready to rock and roll. The, the Thank day. you. So, Thank you for um, that. I'm so happy. Seriously, time flies with you, honestly. And um, if people want to get to know more about you, so we know that you have a podcast here. I'm sure it's yeah. an amazing podcast. Um, and uh, if, if people want to get to know more about you, about what you do, where can they find you? 
The easiest place to go to is jazztakar.ca. That's J-A-S-T-A-K-H-A-R.ca. And the, the reason I say that's the easiest place to go to because it's a one-page uh, uh, landing page, call it. Yeah. Um, a one-pager that just shows you all the ways you can consume our content. So the, anybody watching or listening, you can choose. Do you want to see my face? You want to hear me through the podcast or do you want to read um, uh, uh, my blog? You get to make the choice how you want to consume my content. Um, and then the, all my social handles, everything is there. I really, really hope um, that I connect with somebody. Please let me know that you saw me or heard me on Reem's podcast. That would really mean a lot because then I know we're touching more and more people. Um, my, I, my plan is to touch as, as many people as I possibly can in this world and, and hopefully get them to move the needle. Like even this much in their life, just a little bit. I'm not trying to change the world. I'm really just trying to move the needle in people's life to kind of get out of their own way. I just, I feel like most people are just in their own way. And if we, if, if, if I can help in slightly moving the needle in that, I know I did a good job. Love it. Guys, the one and only Just a Car. Thank you so much for being in the Entrepreneur Accelerator. And I hope that you'll be doing well. Stay safe and talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening. If you liked today's episode, would you please take a minute to rate and review my show? That would mean the world to me. And let me know if you have any questions in mind or something that you're struggling with so I can cover in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out. Let's accelerate your success together. And remember, success is not an accident. Success is a choice. See you next time.